Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, December 6, 2022, and this is day 1721 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and praise you and honor you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Thank you so much for being our Abba Father. Thank you, Lord, for keeping your hedge of protection all around us and keeping us safe from all harm and danger and even allowing us to go through some challenges as we journey throughout this life. Uh, Just a temporary place until it's time to be caught up to be with you for eternity. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Before I get to the message, I have a quick announcement. Um, We're usually announcing about what the youth have been accomplishing on Fridays, and I've missed a few of those. So I want to give you a quick update and an invitation. So the youth are working very hard on their entrepreneurial project. And uh, that is going to bring in a um, a financial um, leg uh, to our company to Transition Zone. Uh, So what we're doing is producing uh, custom-made t-shirts, pillows, aprons, that the youth are selling and they've designed a t-shirt that represents each and every one of their gifts and talents so uh, their artwork or their special sayings will be on these actually their hoodies and the hoodies are selling for fifty dollars all proceeds go to transition zone Uh, What I was looking for, the words I was looking for was a revenue stream is what we're creating for Transition Zone. So we're not just counting on donations. We need donations, but we also need to create, bring in revenue as well. So this is one way. And one of of our uh, plans uh, is to begin producing these types of uh, merchandising materials for other youth groups or organizations and eventually have you know a very large um, area uh, designated just for doing that but we're starting off where we are and we're doing our first pop-up store on december 17th at kansas city gift which is located at 5008 prospect so we'll be there uh on Saturday the 17th from 11 to 5 p.m. So please come and support us and shop. There will be other vendors there as well. Uh, We encourage you to stop by anytime between 11 and 5 and support Transition Zone. Uh, You'll get to meet some of our youth. They'll be there also selling the items. And they also, a portion of the proceeds, though, will go to the youth um, 
it'll help them to incentivize them. So they will receive a stipend for every sweatshirt they sell. So it's like a commission and they'll get $5 for every uh, sweatshirt that they sell as well. So incentivizing them to sell the, the sweatshirts also. So please join us. We'd love to see you and meet you. Uh, I'll be there from um, 11 to 12. And then um, uh, my colleagues will be there from 12 to 5. So look forward to seeing you there. All right. So our message today, let's get to the word, is be your authentic self. Be your authentic self. You can only be you, right? Well, we want you to be comfortable in being who God created you to be. So we're coming out of 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 1 through 13. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 1 through 13. And it says, the Lord said to Samuel, and Samuel was a prophet. And uh, he said, how long will you mourn for Saul since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I'm sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. So Samuel, uh, not Samuel, but Saul had disobeyed, disobeyed God and uh, drastically. And God took away his kingdomship. So now uh, he is searching for a new king and God has actually identified who that's going to be. And he's instructed Samuel to go out and anoint him. So verse two says, but Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hears about it, he will kill me because Saul was still on the throne and he could have him killed for doing this. The Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what to do. You are to anoint for me the one I indicate. Samuel did what the Lord said. When he arrived at Bethlehem, the elders of the town trembled when they met him. They asked, do you come in peace? Samuel replied, yes, in peace. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. You know, whenever someone would see that prophet of God coming, <laughs> they're wondering, oh my gosh, am I in trouble? You know, because whatever God gave them to do or say, it is a done deal. God equipped them with power to do those things. Okay, so it says, Samuel said, consecrate yourselves and come to the sacrifice with me. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and thought, surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So he was saying to him, just because Eliab, which is one of the sons, he came prancing out and he's tall. He's got the height, the looks and all that, but he is not the one. Hmm. Then Jesse called Abinadab and had him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, the Lord has not chosen this one either. Jesse then had Sham, uh, Shama pass by. But Samuel said, nor has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel. But Samuel said to him, the Lord has not chosen these. So it was like this 
beauty pageant. And that's how I visualize it. These men, uh, sons of Samuel, uh, walking back and forth uh, in front of, uh, uh, in front, I'm sorry, in the, in front of Samuel, the prophet, they're walking back and forth in front of Samuel. These are Jesse's boys. All right, let me get the names together here. <laughs> and so he says, no, out of these seven, none of these are it. Verse 11, so he asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? There is still the youngest, Jesse answered. He is tending the sheep. Samuel said, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. So he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him. <laughs> this is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Samuel then went to Ramah. So Samuel had completed his task successfully. He was being who God called him to be, right? And then he anointed David, this ruddy little young teenager <laughs> who's out uh, tending sheep. So he probably didn't smell very good when he came in. And that's who God said is the next king. Wow. Point number one, have you ever felt unqualified to do the work God has called you to do? Have you ever thought, God, you've got the wrong person. I'm nothing like the, the people who've done this work in the past. I have news for you, straight from the word of God. The Lord uses ordinary people to do his will in fulfilling their purpose here on this earth. And you are one of those people. <laughs> God created us all in his image. So you are perfectly and wonderfully made. You are authentic. You're the only one he made like you. So embrace your uniqueness uh, and your God-given abilities and begin to do what God has called you to do. You're the only one that can do that just in the way that he's called you to do it. <laughs> Point number two, let's begin seeing ourselves and others as God sees us from the heart, not by our outward appearance. That's the world's way of determining someone's worth. Think about it. There are shows about the rich and famous, designer clothes and purses that are supposed to make people look like someone important or of value. They can choose people who are the most beautiful. I mean, the world has chosen the, the most beautiful person in the world or the most handsomest man in the world. I mean, really? <laughs> we're all beautiful. We all look good because we're all made in our father's image. But then you've got this group of people that choose who's the most beautiful, who's the wealthiest, um, you know, who uh, has uh, the biggest and most beautiful home and the best cars and all those things. Uh, the way the world puts these standards out there, it's very hard to meet up to those expectations. But God's expectations are easy to meet up to. He doesn't put that kind of pressure on us. We can put it on ourselves if we're not careful. People who are most popular based upon their number of followers or <laughs> that they have, 
We must be careful to not fall into any of these traps. They are a tool of our enemy, Satan, giving a false sense of security and value. God loves us just as we are. He looks at our heart as he stated when he chose David, a young shepherd boy, to be king of Israel. So embrace who you are in the Lord and boldly do the work he has called you to do. You are beautifully, uh, you are authentically created in God's image. I'll never forget when I was at my very first church that I started attending when I was in my early 20s, around 23, and I got saved, and, and I really was at that church for 27 years. But in the early days while being there, I would say the first five years I was there, I, as I've shared with you all before, I, I really got into you know, uh, fulfilling my gift, which was one of them was teaching and, and then the other hospitality. So after being there a little while, one of the things that I noticed, um, you know, I taught Sunday school and I taught youth group. Well, while t- teaching Sunday school, there were uh, like the Sunday school superintendents back in the day. I don't know if they still do that or not now, but <laughs> Sunday school superintendents. And uh, at my church, it was usually a husband and wife. So it was my pastor and his wife for a while. And then they passed the torch on to or the baton on to another couple, a beautiful couple. Um, and when I say beautiful, I mean their hearts, right? Uh, Richard and Marianne, and they were excellent. So was the pastor and his wife were excellent, pastor and sister Farina. So uh, Marianne and Richard Elkins uh, were the superintendents for a while, and then they were ready after so many years to pass on the baton. And at first I thought, well, I would love to be that. But then I thought, I don't fit. I'm not qualified because my husband doesn't come to church with me regularly. So, you know, they probably wouldn't choose me because I don't fit that mode, you know. So I just kind of thought, okay, I didn't think anything more of it. And then one day they called me into a meeting, the pastor and, and the Elkins and um, said, we have chosen you to be the next Sunday school superintendent. I about flipped out of my seat (laughs) because I thought, no way. And they said, yes, you are the one best qualified. You've shown, you know, the um, uh, passion and dedication and commitment to uh, this position. And by being faithful and there every week and whatever it was, you know, all those things. And I was just uh, ready to, to cry because I just thought, Lord, no way <laughs> would I be chosen uh, because I don't, I just, you know, I don't fit that criteria. And uh, it was a blessing to me and God used me to bless others. And so I started our next meeting <laughs> uh, totally the opposite of the way my predecessors did, but I did it in the way I did things. So we had a huddle time. We brought pillows to sit on and we brought baby pictures to get us acquainted with one another and talk about our lives. And I'll never forget that day. It was quite unique and different, but that's just the way I function. How do you function? What has God called you to do? Your unique abilities are who you are and God will use you 
to do great things, to build his kingdom. So don't think that you're not good enough. Don't think that you're not worthy enough. God says you are. So stop putting that wall up that's blocking your blessings, that's blocking you from obeying God and doing what he's called you to do. You are more uh, than able to do it because you have the Holy Spirit. You've been anointed by God to do this. So get busy. Get on it. Take that first step and start doing it. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be your very first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now you will spend eternity with Jesus for eternity and with God the Father. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E, be like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing with our youth, teaching them life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and human and sex trafficking awareness. And don't forget to stop by our station uh, at our the pop-up shop on uh, Saturday, December 17th from 11 to 5. We are so excited about this at at uh, The Gift at 5008 Prospect. I think I got that address right. Okay. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.